You're listening to WNYU on the air at 89.1 FM and online at WNYU.org. Today is Thursday, April 16th. I'm Leah McBain, the general manager, and here's a news update from our news department and NYU local. Governor Cuomo has extended the statewide stay-at-home order until May 15th. The extension is being coordinated with other states in the region as they work together on a phased reopening plan. According to Cuomo, it will take special care to unpause the state economy without raising infection rates. The Paycheck Protection Program, a part of the coronavirus relief bill that gives low-interest loans to small businesses so they can reach payroll, is nearly out of money. So far, the program has provided more than $315 billion in loans, but disputes between legislators and the Trump administration mean the program has not been replenished with the hundreds of billions it needs to keep going. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and head of the Small Business Administration, Javita Carranza, pleaded for additional funding, citing, quote, the need for hardworking Americans to have access to relief as soon as possible. Although the lending plan had bipartisan support, congressional Democrats want to ensure money flows to minority-owned businesses and other companies that are traditionally disadvantaged in the lending market. Speaker Nancy Pelosi warned Republicans Wednesday the proposal would not pass the House without addressing these, quote, critical issues. Although the sweeping coronavirus stimulus bill supports a lot of businesses and individuals, it still has several blind spots. One of the biggest is undocumented immigrants who receive nothing from the March bill. While the people most likely to be working essential jobs are the most in need of relief, the bill is almost explicit in excluding them. Here's Associate News Director Arya Tusi with the NYU Politics Society's Samantha Lee, who wrote on this for their magazine. Hi, Samantha. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. In your article, you talked about how, uh, you know, the stimulus bill that the government passed, the relief bill for the coronavirus, has a lot of blind spots in it. Um, mm-hmm. And the biggest one, you say, is the the way it handles undocumented immigrants. Well, really, uh, if we're being honest, the recent stimulus bill that was passed in late March doesn't really address the issue at all. It treats undocumented immigrants like as really less than an afterthought. Um, approximately 10.5 to 12 million uh, workers who are unauthorized in the United States. It's hard to get exact numbers, obviously, because, you know, people are afraid of being tracked down and being targeted and identified. So, you know, it's hard to know exactly how many people are living and working in the United States without authorization. Um, But it's definitely upwards of 10 million. And in the bill, there's absolutely no addressing of the issue. Uh, and what makes this so dangerous, well, first of all, you know, it's a slap in the face to all these people who pay almost four, $14 billion in taxes that are, like, state and federal. Um, and they're getting no assistance. They're getting no relief. And these people are much more likely to hold jobs that are making them vulnerable, farming, food production, uh, the agricultural industry, Um is supported in a large part by undocumented immigrants and also personal care services like hairdressers and barbers, um, you know, cleaners and janitorial work, transportation, childcare, all these industries that we know are still operating and they're being called essential services 
Um, and a lot of people who work these jobs, like, don't have paid sick leave. Um, they're barely eligible for workers' comp and disability. And they get absolutely nothing in the spill. And it's dangerous for them. And it's dangerous for people who interact with them, which is just the general public. Yeah. Since the relief bill itself doesn't give them any relief, are there any methods that were previously available for undocumented immigrants to get economic help that they can access now? California, less than a day ago, um, announced that they were going to give $500 checks to undocumented immigrants. Um, although another difficulty with that is that a lot of people will not be aware that they're eligible for right. these checks um, because it's hard to get the word out to um, people who are really busy and they're trying to support their families. Um, and it's not but, like there's a big and, database of undocumented immigrants somewhere. Exactly. Right. And in you know, all the other 49 states, um, people were formerly, they're still eligible for workers' compensation. They're eligible for disability. But those things are really difficult to get. And employers um, all the time will take advantage of people who they know are vulnerable and who don't have a lot of leverage in the workplace. People who live in what's called a mixed-status household. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of kids and young adults who are covered by DACA, but maybe the parents aren't. That's called a mixed-status household. Um, none of those people who live in that house will be able to apply for any um, individual stimulus checks, and they have a real difficulty applying for unemployment. In a lot of states, mm-hmm. it's not possible at all. The Treasury Secretary said that, um, you know, as we know now, that the prerequisite for receiving the stimulus checks will be based on um, your previous year's tax filing. Um, now, what about mm-hmm. people who are undocumented who do file taxes, you know, with the um, the individual taxpayer identification numbers? That's part of being in a mixed-status household, or okay. even if you're, you live on your own. If anyone files taxes under an ITIN, uh, they won't be able to apply at all for okay. unemployment or for the stimulus checks, so even though a, they are taxpayers. So as I understand it, you need to have a Social Security number to do that? Yes. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add? I think it's just like it really impresses upon you. This is, you know, one of the biggest crises that this administration has faced thus far. And, you know, even given this opportunity to make things worse for this one group of people who's already so vulnerable, it's one more thing in this string of actions that shows, you know, they're maliciously and they're purposely going after a vulnerable group of people, and not only are they endangering people who really need help the most, but they're endangering the general public, which, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time, Samantha. Thanks for having me on. You can read more from Samantha Lee and the Politics Society at politics at nyu.com. You're listening to WNYU 89.1 FM. I'm Liam McBain. That's it for today's news update, but you can read more about campus news and city news at nyulocal.com.